big debate here should have been around Dublin Kerry. The dubs were obviously absolutely frightening at the weekend, but I just think the manner in which Kerry won, the aggression they brought to the table, kept them in the first place. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Rugby on Off The Ball With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team We all belong to the team of us Now France clinched the third consecutive World Rugby Under-20 Championship title for them when they bulldozed Ireland 50 points to 14 in Cape Town in the final yesterday France came into the decider as favourites They certainly lived up to the hype at the gain line with the ball in hand it's the second loss in the World Championship decider for Ireland at this grade following a second place finish back in 2016. That was a side that produced Jacob Stockdale, James Ryan, Andrew Porter, among others. So the Irish rugby fraternity are hoping the likes of Sam Prendergast, Gus McCarthy and Brian Gleeson can take it the step up now to senior rugby. Let's hear from coach Richie Murphy, who spoke to the media following the final whistle last night. Well, they're a first-class team, aren't they? You know, big, strong, physical, uh, very skillful. Um, they played really well. I thought our guys were really brave. They uh, turned up. They We didn't get things right today, and, and that's, a, that's a little bit disappointing. But um, in order to be in this game, we needed we needed to sort of hit the ground running. A few calls went against us, which were, were, were disappointing. But um, that's the way rugby goes, I suppose. And once the momentum builds against you, it's very hard to get back in. How important is it? development of this group and especially going through these challenges under 20s rugby is about development and junior world cup uh, our junior world championship is an incredible experience for these men um, we've had a really tough few weeks and uh, i think the guys will have grown a lot over it i know that the team that we picked up last uh, october when we started is a very different team now and i'm uh, very proud of uh, our boys and the way they behave themselves the way they work so hard and uh, they can be very proud of their efforts Richie Murphy there, the Ireland under-20s coach. The former Ireland and Munster prop Fiona Hayes watched the final for Virgin Media yesterday. She joins us now. Fiona, how are you? I'm good, John. Great to talk to you as always, Fiona. First things first, right? One can analyse the match to the cows come home and that's fine. But this is a world final these lads were involved in. Whatever they do in their rugby careers, this was a special day. Oh, it was absolutely massive. I mean, I was I was so excited watching them even in the national anthem singing out there or singing Ireland's call. They were... You know, it's such a special day and you could really see the emotion were coming through and they knew that this tournament was coming to an end. But they are going to wake up today, probably be disappointed for a while. But what an achievement to get that far. This this squad were so talented and we saw what they've done with the adversity uh, that surrounded this squad and they were able to go out and obviously overpowered by France. But I think maybe they might look back at, at it and they, they probably didn't have their best game and things went a little bit wrong for them at times, which is fine. But in a final, they'll be disappointed. But they don't understand what they did to get to that far. I mean, some of the games they played, the skill set on show was amazing, John. Yes, as you touched upon there, Fiona, obviously the tour tinged with sadness following the unexpected passing of Munster coach Greg Oliver, the father of Jack Oliver, who was part of the squad. Just an unbelievably tough time for everybody involved. Yeah, it's got to be like so difficult and, you know, you can park those emotions and they certainly did that and we saw how, how well they done in the Fiji game and and especially, you know, coming into these big games and South Africa, they played out of their skin at times as well, but... 
I think just with that final, there was a lot of emotion around it and they were looking forward to it coming to end. And, you know, these emotions are, are, are eventually going to come out. And I think maybe that you could see they were a little bit tired from that because I can only imagine what they've gone through to through the, the five weeks together with that heartache surrounding the squad. But they still came out and put on a show at times. Just France were far too powerful and very, very, you said it there and Richie Murphy said it's this skill set that, that they came out with was next to nothing in the second half. I mean, every break and ball just went their way as well. France just accelerated, it seemed, towards the end of the competition. They got better as other teams maybe found it a bit tougher. Yeah, look, they're coming off that back of the, the Six Nations and they would have been disappointed to lose that Grand Slam to Ireland. But they made a lot of changes in that squad as well. Um, from that game, there was only seven starters um, from the previous Irish game, you know, that were on that France team. So they were able to bring in the big powerhouse. And I think the difference in both of those teams and and where France probably had a little bit of an edge as well. A lot of those guys were playing top 14 with their clubs. You know, even Tualagi was was playing um, Challenge Cup as well. So they had a lot more um, games at that high, intense level under their belt. And I suppose when that's that, even though at halftime, I really felt Ireland were in with it if they could have come out and got that first score I think they would have rattled France but they, they just kind of seemed to come out so clinical and the yellow card helped a little bit as well and that second half they they put on a show for everyone and they were they were just brilliant and set piece and broken play I mean how they transitioned from defence into, into attack is scary it was so good yeah, Too laggy some units isn't he Oh my god! I was even I was in the studio. I couldn't even thinking. I think I'd step out of the way if I saw him coming at me. He's absolutely a unit. But uh, do you know what's impressed me most about him throughout the tournament is that you're looking. I I've watched all the French games that you're looking at him and you're thinking god he's just going to run down someone's throat but he has absolutely pushed on his game to another level even though he's only 18 19 years of age you can see his skill set his hands he's that link player to link up between the the forwards and the back line and and to be able to do that is such and running at speed as well i mean he's going to be something definitely for the future that we'll see in this uh, french squad going forward all of the Irish players are heroes. It's not, and that's not just a trite thing to say. It's it's reality because we're in a world final and on a world stage. But who are the standout players for you, Fiona? I suppose if if players are going to get into senior level, who are, who's going to be there first in the queue? Yeah, look, do you know what? Even before even before I, I look at that because they were all outstanding it's actually funny because the only ever Irish player to to win um, player of the tournament at that under 20 championship was actually Max Deegan in, in 2016 and you know he was he was amazing in that tournament and, and you're looking now you know things change I suppose so rapidly making that progression into senior level but I, I, I was very impressed I know I'm a monster woman but I was very impressed with uh, with Brian Gleeson I thought the back row in general were brilliant I thought Quinn and McNabney came back in they might have had a little bit more quiet in the final I think that the France the French back row probably got the edge there but I, I just thought they were so physical their skill set their link play everything about it they were out in the edges running down the wing so they're guys that I definitely see with a, a huge future we know what Sam Prendergast is about. We've seen him already. There's a huge hype about him. But Mac Erling at fullback under high ball, I thought in 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 high pressure situations, he got Ireland out of a lot of uh, trouble with his ability to to keep alive and and to you know hold on and wait for his support to come back and. 
to be honest, John, I, I, I know I'm a prop, but the, the front row in particular, I mean, Paddy McCarthy to move from tight head over to loose head at the start of the tournament, um, you know, things didn't go too well in, the, in that first game scrum-wise for them, but he's just absolutely out, gotten better and better with each game. I know he got the yellow card yesterday, but he's set piece and his ball carry's been immaculate and Ronan Fox, everyone loves a, a good tight head and he steadied up that ship. Even though France would have got that upper hand, I think, at line-out, Ireland would have been, re- they look back at the line-out and be really disappointed because it, it wasn't like that for most of the tournament and just things went wrong, but I, I thought Gus McCarthy's an another guy that that stood up as a leader he's constantly talking to the ref he has those qualities but he's also scored a, a good few tries he gets himself at the back of the mall and he just has great game awareness so the front row are another few that I will definitely see I think we'll see in the future What are the attitude of the provinces are they conservative about these types of players coming through will you see them in the URC more of them next year I think we'll see a lot more next year. I think we're just, it's, you know, you're, I'm talking about the top 14 and the guys playing on the French team, but you, you have to remember how many teams are in the top 14 and even that D2, the second level is a high level over in France. So these young guys are getting game time at 18, 19 and we don't see it as much, um, I suppose, in Ireland because there's only four provinces. So the player pool is quite small, but but I, I really feel like we will see a lot of the back row in particular and maybe the front row will push their themselves in. I've said it before, Gus McCarthy is a talent, but um, I don't know how he's going to fit into that uh, Leinster team with the talent that's ahead of him so we mightn't see him next year he might have to make a decision on, on where he wants to play but there's definitely Sam Prendergast I think we'll see a lot of him whether we see them in the Champions Cup I'm not quite sure but definitely in the URC John France as a rugby nation are in a pretty good spot at the moment they'll be looking to capitalise on this look they've got a home world cup mm. it's probably success it's, or failure for them if they win like they'll be disappointed France if they don't win their home world cup this year as competitive as it will be yeah Absolutely. Look, and it, it was even scary watching the talent pool. As I said, the changes they made and the changes they made throughout the tournament, they still have the ability to bring on guys that are just as good as the guys starting. And I think the senior team are, are very similar with that. You know, their bench it, it, over the over the last couple of years is what's really made them and their ability to defend. You know, Sean Edwards has come in there and, and tighten things up. So I think... The, the nation, and we know the French media put a lot of pressure on them. I think, especially with La Rochelle winning as well, I think there will be huge pressure on France to win at home. But look, you, you never know in this World Cup. I watched New Zealand this morning and they were, you know, for a team that people were saying down and out, they were absolutely outstanding, especially the okay. first 20 minutes. Right. So it's... it's 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 kind of it's it's changed. I think we've had the Six Nations. These guys have gone away. Um, I'm looking at a lot of French, the the English, the Irish. They look like they're bulking up. So we will the cup the first couple of games. I think there'll be a clear runner. Like I watched these twenties, and to be honest with you, um, from the start, I thought this French team there, were, there was no one going to stop them. And as you said, John, they got better and better throughout the tournament. Ireland were definitely a team that had the ability because of their game management and how they played. But on the day, it didn't go well. But this French team, when they got going, oh my God, were, were a joy to watch. The other rugby story this week was the disciplinary hearing that Johnny Sexton uh, was involved in, arising from the Leinster La Rochelle game, and and. Uh... Anything Ireland to be worried about? Do you think I, I, the, the kind of feeling is there'll be a ban? There might be mitigation. There might be a, a couple mm. of games for him to miss. But I suppose the schedule in the, is in his favour. 
yeah, look, you're hoping that if there is games to be missed, it'll be those warm-up games. I mean, look, Ireland will have a, a plan B. They still don't know what's going on. I think, obviously, it's taken so long. We know they, they chat about referees in all sports at the minute. You know, they're just not taking... They're trying to cut out that talk. Um, I suppose... They what what people have to take into account. It was a heat of the moment decision, and his his record has been so good. You know, I don't think I even remember him maybe getting a yellow card. I could be wrong there over the years. And he's just um, you know, he he's a guy that's fiery, like you want your captain to be. And it was probably just a, a moment of error. So I, I hope hopefully they won't come down too hard on him. But I would imagine that if they gave him a few games that mitigation and, and his record would come into it and hopefully it'd be cut down to maybe one, two or three. Well maybe if you reflect so like he wasn't playing that day. So look it was it was a heated atmosphere. Yeah. It was it was a another defeat uh, on a narrow basis for the second year in a row. Um but yeah, he wasn't playing, was he? So maybe there's a lesson in that. Um just in terms of yeah you were you said you watched New Zealand earlier today. Australia beaten by Argentina at home? Yeah, I actually missed the Australian game. I I flew over. I'm in Warsaw at the minute. Um, I, I'm away for a few days, but um, I got the New Zealand game. Look, I've been watching Australia, um, and we saw them against. They were absolutely walloped by a, a second string Springbok team last week. It doesn't. Things don't look great. I'm watching. Even I watched the the Super Rugby over. The teams haven't been as strong as they have been over the years. So I think they will be a bit worried. They're after bringing in Eddie Jones, and obviously he's going to have his own vision uh, on what he wants for this team. But is there enough time before a World Cup to be chopping and changing? You know, we saw Quake Cooper. I was excited to see him. maybe a bit more game time under the belt and things will click, but they don't seem to be clicking. It's it's a very loose style of play and I'm not sure Eddie Jones likes that style of play. Is there any rugby in Poland? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go rugby free for, for a couple of days. I'm over, I'm over to watch a concert. Uh, only a, a short break. I'm back on Monday. Well, Back to rugby life. Enjoy, enjoyed Fiona um, and New Zealand. You were very impressed. What 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 stood out for you then this morning when you're watching that? Oh, they're just Richie Moyunga. He's just absolutely um, a step ahead. I mean, I looked uh, last week with Damien McKenzie at ten, and I thought he had an outstanding game. He didn't even make the bench this week. They their power game. They were so powerful. They're playing that kind of the same system most teams play with the likes of Ardi Sevilla on that wing when they're out on the wing. You know you have those flankers holding the the width. They have were absolutely clinical in that. And I suppose the thing about the South African um, wingers and you know you'd say the same sometimes about Australia. They're probably a smaller type of, of winger. So if you have a big back row running at them, and I, I thought um, New Zealand really went after them out wide and especially. As I said, 17-0 up after 15 minutes. It would, they were just a joy to watch. Everything just flowed for them. It looks like they've got their mojo back. Fiona Hayes, uh, you're a fountain of knowledge as always. Thanks so much and enjoy the gig. Thanks, John. See you later.